Welcome to the Sleep Fairy Way podcast. I'm your host, Jessalyn Romney, a baby sleep consultant and a mother of four. I'm here to teach you everything I know about baby sleep, motherhood, postpartum, and more. I'm so happy you're here. Hello, and welcome to today's episode. We are going to talk about boundaries during the holidays. This is something that I would love to scream from the rooftops, but I will keep my inside voice today. It is something that has taken me way too long to learn. And so I'm going to share everything that I have learned, everything that I implement in my life to reduce stress in hopes that you never have to experience the amount of stress that I have during the holidays. If you start with boundaries, you will never have to kind of do a 180, which I had to do. So we'll talk about that in a minute. But real quick, I wanted to read this DM that I got the other day from Haley. She said, you should know that you've basically saved my life and you don't even know me. I read your book the day my baby turned four weeks and immediately started doing everything you said. I now have a 13 week old who has slept through the night every single night since about six weeks bless you. (laughs) Haley, that's so nice. Thank you so much for sharing. I love hearing your experiences. I love your success stories. So keep them coming. And real quick, if you learn anything from this podcast, if you find anything I say helpful, please, please, please leave a review, leave a review, rate the podcast, share it on social media, tag me at the underscore sleep fairy. It means the world to me. Thank you so much for being here. Okay, let's dive in. So when I was a newlywed nearly 12 years ago, it wasn't a huge deal for us to hop around to all of our different families because we didn't have kids yet. It was a little bit exhausting, but you know, we were young and we were, (laughs) we had all the energy in the world and it was no big deal to go to my family and then his family and then my grandparents and aunts and uncles and his grandparents and aunts and uncles and then go to my dad's family. And anyways, we just were kind of hopping around for Thanksgiving and Christmas. And the next year I was pregnant, so we were still able to do that. But the following year, we had a little four-month-old baby. And I remember we lived in Utah at the time, so we you know, made the 12-hour drive down to Arizona. And the entire time, I had so much anxiety because I knew that we had about seven different places that we needed to go in the next week. We had a breakfast party here. We had a caroling party one night here. We had a dinner here. We had a lunch in here. We had a day at the park here. We had, you know, there were just so many parties, which I get. Okay. I totally understand that the holidays are for spending time with family. Like I get that. And I thoroughly enjoy spending time with family. But when you throw a baby into the mix, when you have a baby who needs sleep, it changes everything. When you are keeping your baby awake from nap after nap after nap. And you're keeping your baby out late because you have one family party and the next night you have another family party and then they miss a nap the next day and have a late night the next day. It really, really adds up, okay? And at some point, you are dealing with a super fussy baby and yet you are still visiting all these different family members who your baby does not care to see. I am sorry, but your baby has no idea what's going on. If you want to see those family members, great. But your baby does not know who your husband's aunt's sister is. And she has to miss her nap because of it. She has to miss her nap to meet this stranger. Anyways, 
I know that sounds a little bit harsh, but this is this is kind of the life that I was in, okay? I And each year it got a little bit worse and a little bit worse because the first year my baby could kind of nap on the go. So she was taking short naps, but at least I could kind of get her to fall asleep in my arms sometimes. But the older she got, the harder it was to skip a nap, to have a late bedtime over and over and over and over. It was also really um, overstimulating for me. I have found that I am a total introvert. And so going to large group gatherings one after another kind of weighs on me. Um, It sends my anxiety through the roof and it's really hard. So it kind of got to a point where we were making this drive down to Arizona, you know, for three years in a row. And the entire way down, I was having like kind of panic attacks. I was so stressed. I was sweaty. I was like having a hard time taking slow breaths. And the whole time we were there, I was overwhelmed. And then when we got back, I would just cry because I felt so overwhelmed. And it was just really hard for me to enjoy the holidays. And it got to a point by the time I had my second baby that I dreaded the holidays. Every time the holidays would come up, I absolutely dreaded it, which I hated. I wanted to enjoy the holidays. I grew up enjoying the holidays. I wanted my kids to enjoy the holidays. I wanted to enjoy the holidays, but it became more of how many places we had to go instead of spending quality time with the people that we love. And I know that we love all these people that we are visiting, but we were just stretched so thin and it was, it was really hard. And it was also hard on my kids. And I noticed that by the time Christmas rolled around, because we had gone to so many different parties and had so many late nights that they were miserable on Christmas. And most of the time they were sick. I have had sick kids at Christmas so many times because they're around so many people. They are staying up late. They're not getting the sleep that they need day after day after day. And it just, it, I just lost it. I lost, I lost my sanity. I broke down And I told my husband, I cannot live this way anymore. I can't. I hate dreading the holidays. I hate not enjoying the time that I'm spending with our family because I'm stressed that we have to go somewhere else soon. And I felt like everywhere we were, we were rushed to leave. Like, oh, we can only stay here for an hour because now we have to go to the next place. And then we can only stay there for 45 minutes because we have to go to one more place. And then when we get home, we have to hurry and get baby in bed. And anyways, it was just overwhelming and I could not do it anymore. So my husband and I sat down and we decided, okay, what do we want? What do we want to say no to? What do we want to say yes to? What do we want our holidays to look like? Not anybody else's, our own family. What do we want that to look like for us? And we decided that it would be best for us. It would be best for our kids to focus on immediate family. So we were, again, we were literally going to our parents house our grandparents house seeing aunts and uncles like our aunts and uncles where our kids didn't have cousins there to play with anyways it was just it was a lot so we decided that our number one goal is to focus on our immediate family so if my husband's parents were doing something or my parents were doing something that came first and we would always say yes to those as long as they don't overlap and our families are really understanding and they plan way ahead so they don't overlap. It's very, very rare that they both have something going on at the same time. So that has been so great. And we just, we love seeing our parents. We love seeing our siblings and our kids love seeing their cousins. So that's been great. We decided that we should probably say no, unless we literally have nothing else going on 
my mental state is okay, we should probably start saying no to extended family things. So meaning, yes, I love my grandma, my grandparents. I'm obsessed with hanging out with my grandma. She's so sassy and so funny. But they always get together on Christmas Eve with my grandparents and then my aunt and uncle and everybody's grown up over there. And so taking my kids over there to see my like my mom's siblings and my cousins but having no little kids for them to play with and seeing people that they don't you know they just they don't interact with them they don't really know who they are I felt like just was not worth them missing bedtime missing naps missing out on cousin time and their time with their grandparents because we were rushed at one family to go visit another um, if that makes sense so we decided extended family was kind of just going to be a no for holidays now because we just, we can't do it. It was just too much. Like I said, we were literally visiting like seven different groups of people. So we have narrowed it down to the three groups of people. My parents are divorced. So we go to my mom's side, we go to my dad's side and, and meaning like we just see my mom and stepdad and my siblings. And then we see my dad and my stepmom and my siblings over there. Um, not like their parents or anything. And then we go to my husband's side of the family. So that is still three families. That is still a lot of juggling for a lot of people. But to us, it is worth it because those are immediate family for our kids. Those are the memories that our kids are going to have growing up, spending time with their cousins, spending time with their grandparents. And those are our priority. And it has made the hugest difference in my mental health, in my kids' ability to enjoy the holidays because they're not overtired from, you know, being driven around all town for a week. Um, And it's just been really great for us. So I'm just going to share kind of the three things that I do and that I have done to get me to that point. I understand that every single family situation is different though. Like I want to preface this by saying, if you are totally okay with visiting seven different families in a week time great go for it if you are energized by going to all these different events do it but it was breaking me down to the point where I could not enjoy holidays anymore and I have just learned that I can't handle that so these are the things that I have done and if you're in a similar situation sit down with your partner and figure out what you want your holidays to look like for your family and do whatever it takes to get there So these are the three things that I have done to get to this point. Number one, I had to learn that it was okay to say no. I am still learning it's okay to say no because it hurts somebody along the way most of the time. But I've learned that that's not my job. That is not my responsibility to control how somebody is going to react to me saying no. So if somebody invites us somewhere and it just is too much, we have too much going on, and I say no, and they get offended by that, that is on them. They get to choose to say, oh my gosh, I totally understand. No worries. We just wanted to know that we were thinking of you and you were invited and they can move on. Or they can say, oh my gosh, are you serious? We worked really hard for this and we were really hoping you could come and they could get mad and you know, whatever. But that is their, that is their own thing. That is their own issue, not yours. So it is okay to say no especially when it is protecting your mental health and your family. So again, it takes practice, but it is okay to say no. And that is the first thing that I had to realize to get me to where we are now is that it's okay to say no. 
Now, the second thing that helps me a ton is to map out the month ahead of time. Now, we have, like, my in-laws have a tradition where we do jammies at Grammys, and it's so fun. The kids love it. We love it. We look forward to it every year. And so we know that every year on Christmas Eve, we are going to jammies at Grammys. So that's on the calendar. My mom, she plans in, like, July when she's having her Christmas party. So that's already on the calendar. My dad is always super super flexible and understanding and knows that we're all juggling a lot and so he usually will do something like the Saturday before or like the day of Christmas Eve but we'll do an early lunch something like that where we still get to spend quality time it's not rushed it's not late at night it's not interfering with anything else so we've kind of come up with this system where before the holidays even come we know exactly when these events are happening so that we can plan them out so that we know you know what we can say yes to what we need to say no to and then if there are extra things that we are going to add in we can because we know that those three events are our number one priorities we know that spending time with our immediate family is our priority so having those on the calendar having those mapped out in advance helps us to see what our month is going to look like so that we can work around those things so my number two tip is to just plan ahead know what's coming so that you can be ready for it and not feel overwhelmed when those things pop up because it's not a surprise. You already know when and where those things are happening. Okay, and my third tip is to do what feels right for you and to protect your mental health at all costs. Like I said, in those early days as a newlywed, I was such a people pleaser and I was just like, yes, we'll come, yes, we'll come, yes, we'll come. And I got to a point where I was like, I would rather just stay home and cry in my bed because I'm too scared to hurt people. But I'm also so drained that if I show up, I might just cry on the spot. So prioritize your mental health, protect your mental health, and do what feels right for you. Do what feels right for your family. Do what feels right for your baby and your baby's schedule and your baby's sleep. If it doesn't feel right, it's not worth it. If it doesn't feel good, it's not worth it. You want to enjoy the holidays. You deserve to enjoy the holidays. So make whatever changes you need to now so that when the holidays come, you already know what you're going to do. You already know the plan. You already know your answer. Because if not, if you don't prepare, if you don't plan, then when you are asked to come to all these different events, you will feel pressure on the spot. It will be harder to say no because you haven't decided ahead of time. And it will be easier to wear yourself out. I feel like this episode kind of um, sounds like I'm the Grinch and I don't like the holidays. I really, truly, genuinely love them, which is why this is important to me. Which is why setting boundaries is important because I want to enjoy the holidays. I don't want to be stretched thin. I don't want to be spending all of my time and my energy hopping around to huge groups of people. Draining my energy when I could be spending time watching my kids play with their cousins when I could be spending time snuggled up in my jammies at home with my kids watching a Christmas movie. There are just so many benefits to protecting your mental health and setting boundaries. I can't even tell you how much it has changed my life. I look forward to the holidays again. I thoroughly enjoy them and my kids do too. I think when I was overwhelmed, in fact, I know when I was overwhelmed, I was way more irritable I just could not enjoy them. I really couldn't. And maybe that's just me. But if you're in this boat, if you're feeling like, oh my gosh, the holidays are coming again and my baby's going to be up late so many times and we're going to skip so many naps and I just won't get to enjoy it, 
set boundaries. It's okay to say no. Plan ahead, do what feels right to you, and soak in every minute. You deserve that and your family deserves that. Now, with all that being said, that is obviously about simplifying the holidays and simplifying your stress level in your life. But if you are the kind of person who is obsessed with parties, if you are the kind of person who is like the more the merrier, if you are the kind of person who just loves people and loves being social, that's great. Go do those things. You can still have boundaries while doing those things. Meaning if you have a new baby and you want to go to these parties, it's okay to say no to passing your baby around. It's okay to ask people to wash their hands before they hold your baby. This is cold and flu season. Winter is cold and flu season. So it's okay to set boundaries for your baby and your baby's health while still going to all of these events, while still enjoying time with all of the people you want to enjoy your time with. It's still okay to say no. It's still okay to have boundaries that will protect you and your baby in all of these situations. So that's all I'm going to say about that. I am actually really curious how you feel about the holidays. Send me a DM, leave a comment in the reviews, let me know. Let me know if I'm the only one or if you feel all of this too. Thank you again so much for being here. It means the world to me. Again, rate, share, leave a review, do what you can to help me share this podcast. It means so, so much to me. Have a wonderful day and I will see you next time. If you wanna learn more about the resources I have to offer, head to thesleepfairyway.com or follow me on Instagram at the underscore sleepfairy. Thanks again for listening and I'll see you next time.